Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. New home sales crash more than expected. We have Morgan Housel, author of Psychology of Money, out with a new book. We've got Meet Kevin talking housing 1980. And of course, we have the age-old question, can money buy happiness? Folks, let's get into it. This is your daily financial news. Let's start with new home sales. New home sales crashed. I don't know how else to tell you that. They crashed 5.6% month on month. They came in at 679,000. Expectations were 721 and last month was 719. So the experts thought they would go up. I don't know why they thought this because rates were 8%. And as we've talked quite a bit the last four to six weeks, builders went from offering 4.99 to 5.99 to 5.99 and sometimes even six and a half. Rates matter. There is no other way to say it than rates matter. We have hopefully seen the peak, right? I think it peaked at 8.07. Again, these are all quoted in Mortgage Business Daily. These are average rates, best, best credit, owner OC, 20% down. So non-investor loans, not bad credit, any of that stuff. That said, in October, the average interest rate on a new home was 7.79. As of today, it is now 7.29. So we have fallen 50 basis points. It will be interesting to see if housing is better in November than October. Normally, it is not. Normally, November and December are weak months, but we shall see. Not only that, but we also had price drop. Price drop down to 409. Price drops on new homes are down 3.1% month on month, but down 17.6% year on year, folks. Damn, that's a crash. 17% in a year is a lot. Let's remember, let's remember that new home sales sold one year, not really comparable to new homes sold this year. What do I mean by that? Folks, we have talked for a year about builders rotating towards affordable properties. The average home that was sold today versus a year ago is over 100 square feet smaller, right? We are not seeing the luxury homes blow off the market like we did two or three years ago. So builders are building cheaper homes. Isn't, is, is, first off, isn't that a wonderful thing? Isn't that a good thing? Don't we want new homes to be cheaper? So yes, home prices came down 3% month on month, but a wild 17.6% year on year. Rates matter, but remember they went from 779 to 729. Let's see what happens next month. How about the chief economist of Redfin, Daryl Fairweather? She is out in a recent article saying, if 
That's a big if. If rates drop below 7%, you can expect bidding wars to return. Folks, we are so set up to repeat exactly what happened last year. It is kind of funny. How about CNBC calling out a couple of regional banks? You guys remember that banking crisis we had where the big guys were gobbling up the little guys? Well, it looks like they've identified four or five regional banks that likely will get acquired. They, this is CNBC. This is their list. Comerica, Zion, First Horizon, and possibly Western Alliance. Yes, folks, this regional banking crisis is not over. It might be in the second, maybe third inning. There is more consolidation. Frankly, there has to be more consolidation. There is a new book that I've just ordered. Uh, it is from Morgan Housel. Housel. Uh, he's the one that wrote The Psychology of Money. If you go on my website, onerentalatatime.com, and go to Each Millionaire, you'll see that several of them recommended this is Psychology of Money. I think it was Taylor and Anna both recommended it. Uh, you can go there. There's Amazon links. Go check it out. Frankly, go check out what all the books the millionaires recommended. The reason I brought up this is he has just released another book that I've ordered. I don't have it yet. It's at home. I don't have it yet or I haven't read it yet. Uh, same as ever, Timeless Lessons on Wealth, Greed, and Happiness. Near as I can tell from the book review that I read, it's how to look at life in general. And this is something I've really tried to bring to this channel. It's not all about money. It's not all about being a billionaire. It's having enough. It's having enough to have the life that you want. If you want the private jets and the yachts, by all means, go ahead. But some of us, and dare I say a lot of us, we don't want and or need that. We are happy with enough. So I was gonna read this book and see if it kind of answers that question. And again, I think if you're happy, like really, really, really happy, you've won the game of life. If you can wake up and go to bed happy, in my book, you win. How about Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo's out talking about the stock market being kind of choppy next year with the second half being better than the first. Basically, they're saying the Fed's gonna cut mid-year and stock market's gonna come back. Now for the age-old question, can money buy happiness? Can money buy happiness? Well, according to a survey, 60% of survey participants said yes. Money can buy happiness. Okay. According to the same article, it takes $1.2 million in the bank to be happy. Okay. Basically, oh, and the report was called Empower Financial Happiness. That was the report where this was referenced. So I want to ask you, can money buy happiness? Can money buy happiness? Let me know in the comments below. A simple yes or no would be greatly appreciated. We can get the YouTube algorithm. And if you're watching on X or Twitter, maybe we can spin this up and more people can see it. So folks, right now, pause the video. Let me know. Can, can money buy happiness? Uh, I don't know if you saw a recent video from Meet Kevin, but lo and behold, Meet Kevin brought all his videos back. Shocking, he didn't delete any of his videos. Go figure, he turned them private, just like I said he did. But he just put out a great video talking about housing in the 80s. 
What happened to housing in the early 80s when interest rates spiked? Talks about housing crash and all those stats, all the stuff that you can find in the 53-year spreadsheet that we have been talking about for more than a year. Glad to see others are picking this up. And then finally, shout out uh, Lance Lambert and Resi Club. Uh, Lance has been doing some great data analytics. He has, he has almost endless amounts of housing data. So anytime Lance puts out something, I have to read it. So I'm going to ask you three questions and let's see how you did. <coughs> if we take October 2019 and October 2023, so pre-pandemic and last month, we are talking active inventory, okay? So nationally speaking, do you think active inventory is up or down on a national level? Now, if you watch this channel, you probably know that on a national level, it is down. But now, how far is it down? Do you think it's down 10%? 25%? How about a whopping 39%? Active inventory, nationally speaking, October 19 to October 23, down 39%. How about this question? What county, and if you want, you know what, we'll even say what state. What state, well, or I should say it this way, in what state is the county with the biggest drop in inventory. Yeah, you're not gonna get it. At least I don't think you're, you might get it if you live there. But here you go, folks. Bristol County, Rhode Island. Bristol County, Rhode Island, active inventory down 81%. I don't know what was going on in Bristol County four years ago. I don't know what's going on in Bristol County today, but darn, your inventory is down 81%. Yeah, you're going to feel that. That's going to be different. How about the good old city of Austin, Texas? Austin, Texas. What do you think, guys? Austin, Texas, October 2019 versus October 2023. What do you think? Well, if you've been following Lance Lambert from Resi Club, you can go to resiclubanalytics.com. You would know that Austin, Texas active inventory is up, up 31%. Folks, I've got great news. The event in Vegas is almost sold out for a second time. We opened up the last 35 seats that I am comfortable with, right? The space will hold 400. I've spoke to them and I want to keep it at 300. So we had 35 more tickets in 20 or 36 hours. Most of those have been sold. There is 13, one, three, 13 tickets left. February 17th, 18th, Las Vegas, uh, 12, 13, 14 millionaires, two days, a party, a concert, all this great stuff. Buy the tickets below. I'll put a link. The last and Final 13 are going right now. Sorry, after this, I'm done. I opened up 35 more because so many people asked. The last 13 are going to go fast. Buy it now, buy it now, buy it now. Later.